0: Our guest today is Derek Hoem. Derek is an associate professor of computer science at University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign and is co-founder and chief science officer of Reconstruct. Hi Derek.
1: Hey Debbie. how are you doing?
0: Good, how are you? Good. Thanks for for agreeing to do this. I'm excited about this conversation.
1: Sure, no problem.
0: Um, So I have a whole bunch of questions. And so uh, some of it might feel um, like it's going a little fast. Um, Some of them are light, in which case um, you can respond faster if you want. Others might take more thought, in which case feel free to pause and think about it. Um, If you want to skip a question at any point, let me know. Um, But in general, if you can sort of err on the side of being open and transparent, um, that would be good. Okay, sure. Um, So my first question is what were you doing just before this call? (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, I was editing a figure for a grant for <laughs> yeah. um, What
0: is your daily routine like?
1: So I've got, um, well, so I've got like two main things like for my professional work. So there's the company, the startup that I reconstructed that I helped create a few years ago, and then the university. So I have like blocks of time that are allocated each of those, and then within with, within each of them, I usually have about like two thirds of my day is filled with like preset meetings, and then the remainder time is to like work on um, grants or patents or like research stuff, just like general stuff that needs to get done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like more generally in my day, like. Right now um, so right now the uh, usually I'm working from around like nine to five and then often like eight to 10 and uh, but I take like Thursdays I pick up Isla, my daughter five-year-old daughter from Montessori and we, we spend an afternoon together and uh, weekends is mostly time with family
0: mm-hmm. no, no. Um, what is the favorite part of your day?
1: Um, it's really hard to say because I don't think it's consistent. It's, um, sometimes it's, uh, there are some meetings that I'm, that I'm like looking forward to and that like, you know, when there's a, when there's a new development, that's always exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes like, you know, sometimes the day is just stressful because there's like way too many meetings and context switching and stuff. And, there's nothing like that exciting that happens. To it, so it really varies from day to day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and what is the least favorite part of your day? And maybe that varies too. But examples.
1: Um. The well, the thing that I like the least is if I have like a solid day of meetings. Like when I'm when I spend like I if I'm doing like twenty meetings or something like that in a day. Yeah. And I don't like that. <laughs> so if I have, so I guess like one of my favorite parts is if I have like a block of time, when, which is big enough to think and to to like focus on something for a while, then I enjoy that. And if I don't have it, then I'm, then I find it less enjoyable.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, what is one chore you dislike the most and why is that?
1: Uh, so like a, like a, like a work chore
0: work chore or just like even regular life chore, like dishes or laundry or something like that, you know, anything?
1: I don't know. Let's see. I try to like, if I find a chore that I don't like, I try to (laughs) find a way not to have to do it. (laughs) I don't think there's anything that I really There's nothing that I really don't like that much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you struggle with procrastination?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think I've always been pretty good about getting things done on time or ahead of time.
0: Yeah. Um, Do you struggle with time management?
1: No, I don't, I don't, not not too much, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you set an alarm in the morning?
1: Um, I do. Uh, So Rowan usually wakes up around like 6.40, my one-year-old daughter. And so I set an alarm at 6.40. Um, But, and then if she's not awake yet, then I'll usually wait a few minutes and then get up. But yeah, I've only had like Maybe a couple of days in the last few years when I slept as long as I wanted to sleep. <laughs> I always have to get up early for the kids or for something.
0: Yeah. Um, if I asked your friends what is Derek like, what do you think would be three adjectives they might use?
1: Um, I really don't know. I think that's that's hard. Um, I've never been good at coming up with three adjectives to describe anything myself. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Hmm. Sorry. Sorry, I have no idea.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no worries. Um, are you happy with the number of close friends you
1: have? I guess, I, I would say that I guess I'm okay with it. I think in the last few years, I have not had that much time to socialize. So I have I have only like a couple of close friends. Um, but I think that's just part of like, you know, having young kids and having two jobs and having like a lot of stuff that has, that I have to do. It's kind of a phase, I look at it as a phase in life. And mm. so I'm not that focused on, friend, on friends really right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, what are you worse at than people around you?
1: Um, one thing that I'm a lot worse at than most people is remembering faces and names. Mm. Um, I'm also... Well, I guess then people around me, I'm probably worse at like art and stuff like that. Cause Liz, Liz the people around me here are Liz and Isla and my mom. Mm. Um, I guess I'm probably okay versus Isla, but, <laughs> but Liz is uh, art, she's a fine arts major and mm. my mom is also like taking painting classes and stuff. So. I see, oh,
0: interesting. Um, what is your single biggest strength?
1: Um, I think, uh, hmm. I think maybe uh, maybe like focus and determination. So I tend to be very directed in what I'm spending my time on and working on. Mm-hmm. And I try to think carefully about what my goals are because I don't have I don't think I have as much energy or like multitasking ability as some people do. So I need to do, I can only do a small number of things. And so I try to choose those things carefully. Hmm. And then, but if I feel like I've chosen the right, right thing to spend my time on, then I'm um, determined to do that and to like make it successful.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, what is a recurring moral conflict that you struggle with?
1: Um, I don't know if I struggle with any recurring (laughs) moral conflicts, but I think the general, it's not really a moral conflict, but the, the generally like the hardest thing to, to the, the kind of like the hardest thing day to day is just balancing the different um, responsibilities and family and like also wanting to have some time to myself. So like all the different balancing, like all the different internal and external demands. Is difficult. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um,
0: is there a specific instance where you recall feeling privileged?
1: Um, I don't know. I I think I I sometimes have felt more lucky in some circumstances. For example, like finding the right research advisor and just like there's there's a lot of things like like my the first paper that I wrote, I think probably wasn't that great, but it got accepted. And that was kind of lucky <laughs> because like there's a lot of uh, a lot of small early victories have like an outsized uh, importance hmm. and um, I think that's, that's why, that's part of why, like, privilege isn't, is, like, such an issue that you get, I think, with your, when you, if you uh, come with advantages or that people, like, assume good things about you just because of the way you look
2: mm-hmm.
1: or where you come from, then a lot of those little good things, like, fall, in, end up falling into place, and otherwise you have to work, like, each one is a struggle. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So, sounds- um, I don't think I, like, I tend to to try to focus on the things that I can control, and like my background is not one of those things that I can control, so I don't I don't like think about it that much in those terms. But like, but I'm aware of the like that the a lot of um, in a lot of different ways, like like you know the somebody's somebody's family and economic background and race and gender and all of that like has a lot of little influences that add up on their, oppor- on that, that affect their opportunities.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, what are you insecure about?
1: Um, I don't think I'm really insecure <laughs> about anything. <laughs>
0: Um, have you or do you feel like an imposter?
1: No, not really. Um I know that's a common feeling that people have i I don't feel that way. I guess I don't really think that anybody is an imposter, <laughs> so I also don't think I'm an imposter. <laughs> um, I think that everybody has like i think I think in a in a way, I think most people are. tend to be like, you know, well above the qualification bar for the job that they're doing.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, At least, at least it's certainly the case in academia, probably. So I don't think, um, I think many people who are deserving are not able to get the kind of job that they want. And I feel lucky that I have. Um, But I, but I think that all the people that get, the kind of job that they want, like that our researchers are, are like, you know, have worked hard and are qualified to do it.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, what is something you're trying out these days? How is that going?
1: Let's see, so, hmm, like, Not really a lot of new things that I'm trying right now. Um, I think um, well, okay, so one is that I'm playing Minecraft with Isla. That's <laughs> very well, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really understand the fascination that kids had with it before, but but I but I think it's really interesting. Interesting how extensive it is. <laughs> yeah. Um I and Liz are trying horseback riding, so I watched them do that last week. Um, yeah, I think like the like all the the big new things are like a little older. Like for me, like the big new things to try were like having the company and having kids. And um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Got back into basketball a while ago, but then there's like a lot of a lot of like the hobbies that I got into are on hiatus because they're not that they don't lend themselves well to this COVID era. Mm, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, What is what is a favorite um, tool or trick or hack or something you use to make life more fun or efficient or convenient that you think might be good to share?
1: Um. So it's, it's not really, a, I guess a tool or a hack, but one of the things that was helpful to me that I keep in mind is the idea of, um, the idea of like circle of control that like, there's things that you can do something about and there's things that you can't do anything about hmm. and just like not to waste your energy and stress, like thinking about the things that you can't do anything about. Um, I think that that simplifies a lot of things in life and reduces, like, anxiety and stress.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, What do you tend to think about when you're not intentionally trying to think about something?
1: Um, These days, it's very unusual that I'm, like, like not like not doing something that I'm like scheduled to do or (laughs) supposed to be doing so I mean I I think if there's one thing like some I'm looking forward to someday like having time to get bored and to like (laughs) think about nothing again um but like if I'm running for example I would tend to think about like either some kind of research problem or some problem at the company or something something like that, like some, I don't know, some like recent issue that has come up. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Um, What is something surprising about you? Something that the rest of us might not guess?
1: Um, That's really hard to know (laughs) what would be surprising (laughs) for somebody else. (laughs) Um, I think, uh, That's kind of like the the three the three adjective thing. that requires me to think about what other <laughs> what people the think What other people think. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I don't. I really don't know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, what is something about the world that surprises you?
1: Like what about the world like
0: Just anything, really <laughs> That's something that maybe is true and you're really surprised it's true, or something that happens a lot, and then you can't like you're very surprised why it happened so much or anything.
1: Well, I think that one thing one thing that was kind of surprising is the extent to which and this i guess the extent to which like the information age has caused people to become very siloed that there are many different there are kind of many different um, ways that you can get information and the net result is not really that people have more information but that they have different information mm-hmm. and that it leads to a lot of division so I think I, I didn't anticipate that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, what is something recent that happened that was unexpected?
1: Uh, my mom slipped on the sidewalk and broke her elbow oh, no. last oh, Thursday. No. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, so she's okay. She's, her. she, um, on Monday I took her to the orthopedist and she uh, she doesn't need like a hard cast, so that was nice. She just mm. she's just in a splint, but um, but it'll take a while until she fully recovers.
0: Yeah, and the elbow is probably hard to give enough rest to, right? Because then you can't bend your arm at all.
1: Yeah, so mostly it's in a splint, so it's just kind of held against I her. I see. Yeah,
2: I see. And
1: but the doctor said to like also let it out of the splint and like move it around so it doesn't get too stiff. But she can't use her arm. Not much at all. She can use her hand a little bit, but but like for the next couple weeks, she can't do do anything that requires two arms.
0: Yeah. Well. Um, what is one way in which you wish your life was different?
1: Um, I just wish I had more time, but I kind of just I kind of just got myself into a lot of commitments and things, so. (laughs) Like eventually, I will. As they as they like expire, I plan to like go a little slower for a while. Mm, yeah, but I think that's the main thing.
0: Yeah. Um, what is something you're looking forward to in the short term, like tomorrow or next week or something?
1: Um, I guess uh, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. The my sister's family is coming up, I think, mm. and. We'll get, we get a turkey at the um, barbecue place. They like, Mm. they do turkeys and they're good. And um, yeah, so it'll be nice to see family and to have to like have some time off and yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, that sounds nice. (laughs) Um, Are you, do you think you're average, above average or below average happy relative to people around you? I...
1: It seems like these days it must be above average because it seems like a lot of people are not very happy right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think generally, um, so I think that like everybody kind of has a mean and a variance of happiness, and it seems to be kind of an individual characteristic. Mm And I think, like maybe my mean might be a little bit above the average mean for happiness, and my mm-hmm. variance is probably a lot lower than the average variance. Mm. So I tend to be like, you know, a, I tend to be a little bit happy most of the time <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you danced?:
1: Uh let's see. Me uh, probably a few days ago. Hmm. Like my because Isla and Rowan <laughs> like to dance a lot and listen to music.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what is your most recent dream that you remember?
1: Um. I don't know. Um, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember right now. Hmm.
0: Um, are you more optimistic or more pessimistic than people around you?
1: I like to think that I'm more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I don't, I don't, I think like optimism and pessimism imply pass, uh, like a passivity. Hmm. So it's like an expectation on things that will happen hmm. that that you don't have control over. I guess I keep hmm. going back to that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I try to think about, like, if I don't like something, then, like, is it something that I can change or that can be changed? And what are the steps that I would take to change it?
2: Hmm.
1: And so I tend to think of things that way. And, um, and like, if I, I guess it's a kind of optimism, but a lot of times I try to do things that I, that I know that are likely not to succeed or that I might not be able to do it that happens a lot in research and in many different, you know, kinds of, kinds of challenges that we take on. And the way that I look at it is that there's, there's always, um, there's, there's always, uh, like side positive benefits that come from challenges. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so there's always like certain ways that I know that I'm going to learn or to, to develop in some way. Mm-hmm. So that regardless of the outcome, then it will have been a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't really tend to think that much about like, pre- about like predicting that this is going to work out well or not work out well. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I, I guess I always do have expectations, but it's very like, you know, I don't know, I guess I, I, I don't really think of it as optimism or pessimism. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, do you think there is a point
1: to life, to our existence? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I sometimes, I, I think, so I think that that's, that's a usually when I start to think about it, I reach the conclusion again, that it's, it's just best not to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um i think so i think that uh so i think that like finding finding meaning is very important to people and i think like i find meaning and in many of, of the things that i do like both like you know time that i spend with family and and the development of my family and friends and like my Schools and research and trying to develop knowledge and stuff—I find meaning in all of that. But in a way, like the like whether there is a meaning that um, that exists outside of ourselves, I think is hard to say. And um, I think on a like on a in terms of affecting actions, I think it may be more important what meaning we find in life. And whether there's like a meaning outside of ourselves to the things that we do.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, What do you struggle with in life?
1: Um, I don't know if I have like very regular struggles. So I would I would say uh, this is going backwards. So this this kind of ra- like raises, <laughs> I think like one weakness or maybe one thing that I'm not as good at as other people, is acknowledging the acknowledging either difficult things that I'm going through or difficult things that other people are going through,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because for myself I just I tend to not I guess I just like don't I'm always like thinking about like what do I do now what do I do next. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I forget that for you know for for a lot of people, like I I don't know, I, I guess I I don't know if I've gone, I don't often like go through things where I just feel like I'm having a hard time and I'm lost and I'm not sure what to do. Mm-hmm. And I can be sometimes like on uh, I can, not have enough empathy sometimes or like not be aware enough of when other people are going through those times and when they just like want support and and they're just you know having a hard time. So I didn't really answer your question exactly but (laughs) um but I often I don't really feel like I'm like there's like a common thing that I'm struggling with other than like that there's always like you know lots of like it's always a challenge like all the all the all the um research problems and managing students and managing people and managing time and there's a lot of things to manage and a lot of things to figure out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So but it's but it's not like a struggle, struggle in the sense of like coming back to the same issue over and over again. Yeah,
0: yeah. Makes sense. Um how do you decide what to work on?
1: I um I usually try to think about like so well so there's okay so there's like two axes i guess so one is that i I think about like the like larger intellectual challenge that i'm interested in which is like how do we create some kind of intelligent system and i think about like what that intelligence means like how the adaptability to different tasks and the different the ways of like Bringing in different sensor information, having memory, um, developing like capabilities, um, and almost like a personality that we're interacting with people, interacting with things. So I think about like that big goal, and then I look to see like what's missing the most, and then and then like what are the immediate steps that we could take to try to um, close that gap a little bit. Mm Um, so that's like one way that I think about it. And then the other is just in terms of more immediate, like practical opportunities. Like if there's a, if there's a problem that I think could be addressed, or that like state of the art is kind of close to it, or, um, or it's something that's like achievable, um, then like what's, like, you know, focus on the solution to that problem. Mm-hmm. But overall, I tend to be more like conceptually motivated by the like long term goal than, mm-hmm. than more like than practical, like on average.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, what are a couple of common traits that you found in some of the best collaborators or colleagues you've worked with?
1: So, um, I think um, so, well, I, I guess, like, my favorite trait, maybe in a collaborator, is just being, uh, being, like, reliable, like, being able to count on them to do something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think, like, more generally, I think one of the strongest, one of, like, the best traits that somebody can have, which I think is not something I'm that strong in, is um, being able to motivate people very effectively. So I think, like, the most, like, outstanding like researchers and managers are are able to motivate people like extremely well to get Mm -hmm. them to have like to develop their internal motivation to like work towards the same goal Mm -hmm. so i think that's a really admirable trait um but working with people i just mainly enjoy when they communicate well when they are when we're able to like divide up stuff and do it effectively and, and not require like a lot of micromanagement mm-hmm. and, um, and when they have like skill and it's, in if, and it's, and when they have like skills that are different than mine. So like if they're, you know, stronger in some technical areas or in some like knowledge areas that I'm not as strong in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and have you found ways to be able to spot these traits early?
1: Um so by collaborator do you mean like a like uh, like somebody that I'm writing a grant with or somebody that um like a s- employee or student or
0: I think in any of these is anyone that you Sorry. expect to be working closely with um
1: yeah yeah um So, I mean, I think, I think for a lot of kinds of collaboration, like with peers, it tends to not, there's not like a, there's not really a filtering process in the Mm -hmm. same way that there would be with students or employees. And so in that case, like, I would say you can, what I usually will find, like, usually I would start doing something with somebody and then I would find out like, you know, do we do we have like a good rapport and, or or do we communicate effectively or do we have conflict? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Um, so that just kind of comes out through that working experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for, uh, for like cases where I am filtering, like for graduate students or for, or when hiring, then, um, I, I think, um, I don't know. I think it's actually like really hard to, to identify early, uh, whether somebody, whether in like six, what I'll think of somebody in six months. Yeah. I think like one thing that I think seems kind of consistent and it doesn't really go to what I, well, I guess it's part of what I enjoy in the collaborator, but looking to see like what people do that they didn't have to do is often like a good indicator for or like whether I whether somebody will be effective mm-hmm. in the long term so somebody usually I think somebody that does like projects on their own or like just goes beyond like what's required of them routinely will be like somebody who will also like push through problems that they encounter in the future and um and will not need like a lot of uh like direction from me yeah. and so So I look for that when I'm when I'm trying to like trying to work with somebody or trying to hire somebody.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um oceans or hills.
1: What does that mean? Do you prefer locations with yeah, like
0: oceans or fountains or
1: um I think I think probably hills, because most of our vacations were like hiking. So
0: Mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, What is something you love doing that you're terrible at?
1: Um, Hmm. I don't know if I'm that terrible at it but but i'm not like especially good at it there's like two things one so two things i haven't done karate in a while but that was something that i enjoyed doing Hmm. that i think i was like had a harder time with than a lot of people Hmm. and also similarly yoga like i think i am kind of okay with it but i don't have like the flexibility that a lot of people who regularly do yoga have and being tall there's some kinds of things that are you know are harder, mm. um, so I always felt more so like some things were harder for me than for other people. Mm. Um, but I, but I enjoy those things. Yeah. Uh,
0: um. Is there something you did recently that surprised people that know you well?
1: Um. Hmm. I don't think so. (laughs) I think it's, it feels like recently, everything has like recently, like the, the scope of life has greatly shrunk. (laughs) So there's like Um, not, not a lot of surprising things going on, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Makes
0: sense. Um, When was the last time you felt like a kid in a candy store?
1: Well, literally, I, like, (laughs) went to to a candy store in Chicago, like, a year or two ago. I like that a lot. I think, yeah, I think. I don't know. I guess maybe that's the closest there's like a candy store in Chicago that has like all these like really bright colors. Mm -hmm. Like They have a rainbow wall. That's like all different, like all red things and all yellow things and orange (laughs) and green. Green. It's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) um,
0: What is something you didn't like at the time, but you're glad it
1: happened. Um, Hmm. Well, I think that uh, like being forced to switch advisors when I was a PhD student. Um, mm-hmm. So my my first advisor was uh, left to start a company, like in my second year, and mm-hmm. so then I had to find a new advisor, and it was kind of stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then I started working with Alyosha and Michelle, which which I liked a lot. So
0: yeah, it was good. <laughs> um.
1: What do you easily get nostalgic about? I'm not really that nostalgic. I tend to forget, like, what has happened in the past. (laughs) Um, I think, um, like, sometimes, I don't know, like, sometimes, when I think back to my time at my house. I grew up in upstate New York and thinking back to to that time and like just having, being able to play a lot in the afternoons and being able to explore outside and um, having that like freedom from responsibility and like the kind of like an open, very like open feature in front of me. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Um, is there something that made you smile today?
1: Well, I guess I've smiled a lot during the interview. <laughs> yeah. um, I think, let see if anything happened. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I probably, I smile a lot every day, I think, but I can't remember like anything particularly today.
0: Yeah. Um, what are some of the best advice you've gotten or given?
2: Hmm.
1: So the circle of control thing is one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't. I don't think I have like best advices. Uh, but like one. So like one piece of advice that I would give people is that I think that everybody. Um, everybody has like some strength that that I don't have or you don't have. Like everybody is, has like something, some way that they're better than anybody else, or it's like some, you know, some strength. And so you can try to look for those strengths in people and try to learn from them without getting distracted by ways that they may not be as good as as you or somebody else in a different way. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Hmm. Um, Why did you decide to do this interview with me?
1: Um, Because you asked me to. (laughs) 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 And... (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's the reason, I mean, I think, I also think it was a good, I like the idea of like, of asking people about, um, about things other than research directions.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: I thought it was like, I thought it seemed like an interesting project. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah those were, those are all the questions I had. Is there okay. anything that we didn't get to about you or your life that you think we should have talked about?
1: I think so. Um, not necessarily, but I think it would be kind of interesting to learn, like if I were learning about researchers to hear about like their backgrounds, like where they kind of like where they came from, what kind of families, mm-hmm. um, how yeah. they, what it was like growing up. But that's like a whole different set. That would be a large, potentially (laughs) like a big set of questions.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, but that would be interesting that uh, that came up with some of the other um, guests in the context of other, other, some of these other questions. Um, Uh But if you are willing to share, it would be, yeah, I'd love to hear more about that.
1: Um, Sure. So I'll just say a little bit. So I grew up. I grew up in upstate New York in a rural area. It's, it's called upstate, but it's like two hours from New York city. So sometimes people think it should be downstate, but <laughs> it's, uh, but like where I grew up at, I was like in a neighborhood and then everything is like 15 or 20 miles away. Most of my friends and, and like businesses and all that stuff oh. is on a lake. Um, and, um, my parent, like my, My family was all like kind of well educated, like everybody, my grandparents had all gone to college, which is kind of unusual. Mm -hmm. My, my, many people were were like small business people like had local businesses, Mm -hmm. Um, but nobody had done PhDs or anything like that. So I remember like one time when I learned when I heard that somebody was getting a Ph.D. asked what it was, and they said a philosophy, a doctor of philosophy, and I said, well, why would anyone want to study philosophy for their, for, like, several years? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't really have any idea what it was. (laughs) Um, But I just had, uh, like, I had a, I guess I was lucky that I had a computer pretty young. My dad brought home a PC junior when I was, like, five, and I was able to, like, do some things with that on my own. Hmm. Um, but otherwise, like I mostly focused on like just sports and playing, and and I like I always liked games a lot and would play a lot of games. Um, and I had a kind of, I think, in many ways, a a kind of idyllic childhood. <laughs> yeah,
0: that that sounds nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, thank Thank you for sharing that and thank you for taking sure. the time uh, sure. to do this.
1: So what is your, are you like releasing something at some point?
0: Yeah, so what I'm thinking is I have most of these. So there's a total of 18 um, that I had scheduled and I've, I've done most of them. There's a few more this week and then next week.
2: Um,
0: uh-huh. And so I'm thinking of um, starting to release them around like October 20th or so. And I'm thinking of putting out like two every week, um, which will take a couple of months before they're all out. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so there'll be um, just videos on YouTube. um, And then someone had suggested, which I thought was a good idea, to also just pull the voice out so that it can be like a podcast that people can listen to without like their screens having to be on, um, which wouldn't quite work with YouTube. So I thought that was Uh, a good idea. So I'm doing that as well.
1: Okay, cool. Sounds good. Are you going to have a web page that has like the links to them or something? Yeah,
0: yeah. There'll be a web page. I mean, it'll be a simple web page, but yeah, it'll list all the people Mm -hmm. and like links to the videos and the podcasts and yeah.
1: So what made you think of doing this?
0: Um, So I think in general, I like, um, so I'm not good at and I don't like small talk. Um, I'm really awkward with it and I don't enjoy it much at all. And so in general, I tend to rely on questions as a way of having interesting conversations, even in social settings. Um, And so that intersecting with just this thought that um, a lot of times we think of AI researchers as like, I don't know, like some different species of people who are doing amazing work and it might be hard for like grad students or junior researchers to um relate sufficiently that these are just people who might be like five, ten, fifteen, twenty years ahead, but it's not that they're necessarily a whole lot different than um what many of the junior researchers might be already. So I think just this idea of humanizing uh, some mm-hmm. of the people who do a lot of amazing work, I thought was interesting. So
2: yeah.
1: Cool. Well I look forward to seeing some of the other ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks Debbie. Bye. Bye.